<clears throat> Welcome to Larry Reed's America. This is the gun version. And uh, today I think we'll be able to finish up on the semi-automatic pistols. Uh, again, we're taking the reviews out of my book, Batesville Shooter and Friends. And uh, uh, we might even get a couple of rifles in today. So let's start off with the HK VP9. I'll read my review. Uh, the HK VP9 is another excellent 9mm striker-fired pistol. The finish, sights, trigger, grips, and reliability are exceptional. The VP9 is accurate, and the price is right. Uh, the VP9 is one of my favorite pistols. HK continues to manufacture high-quality guns at reasonable prices. If I were shopping for one 9mm pistol at an affordable price, there would be three choices. The VP9, the Walther PPQ, and the CZ P10C. Uh, that review was done November 10th, 2016. And the HK VP9 continues to grow in popularity because it, it just does everything right. And there's some of the HKs in the 9mm are a lot more expensive than the VP9, but this thing really works. And uh, in fact, I had a group of people out here my place shooting one day, and we had several 9mm uh, semi-automatic pistols, and the majority of them picked the VP9 over some that were a lot more expensive. Okay, next we're going to the Remington R1 1911. <clears throat> Again, here's from the book. Today I will reveal, or, or, excuse me, today I will review two 1911 45 ACP Remington R1s. One has been customized and enhanced by Wilson Combat, and the other is stocked except it has a crisman, crisp, crimson laser grip on it. I tried to simulate one who has a pistol for home protection that is not familiar with handguns or has not practiced shooting. Shooting is like any sport. If you don't practice, chances are you will not be at the top of your game. Today is the first time I've shot a 1911 in two months. I used a cardboard target that simulates a kill zone. The first shooting was with the Wilson Combat at 20 feet. Uh, most life-threatening situations occur from 15 to 25 feet. I fired three rapid-fire shots by pointing and shooting, no, no target shooting techniques, and looking at the target right shoulder, belly shot, lower chest. Next, at 50 feet, taking three points and two shoot shots, I'm sorry, two point and shoot shots, missed the target, one barely nicked, and three secondary trajections hit the lower part of the bull. Unless someone is shooting at you, never take a shot at 50 feet. The next shooting was with the Crimson Tracer, Crimson Trace 1911, 
starting with 20 feet, moving to 50 feet. 20 feet's a good pattern for rapid fire point and shoot. At 50 feet, the first rapid fire three on the target, but not close to the kill zone. The three second aim and shoot are dead center bull. Three seconds give you enough time to have proper finger placement on the trigger. Finger, finger placement on a trigger is like swinging a golf club. As a wrong placement is a hook or slice, at 50 feet, I hook the point and shoot shots. The reason for this comparison is that if you're buying a pistol for home protection, an inexpensive handgun with a laser is a great option and the most sensible. R1 with laser grips approximate cost is $1,200. The R1 enhanced and customized by Wilson Combat is $1,700. I would like to have some input from active or retired law enforcement. I've never been in a life or death situation, so this review is an educated guess. Unless someone has experienced this, who knows how each individual will respond. Uh, that review is November 4th, 2016. And uh, I pretty much stand by what I wrote. Uh, the, the enhanced Wilson in the R1 makes it a comparable gun to, in today's price, about a $2,700 Wilson Combat. I, I think my Wilson Combat that I bought years ago, I I got it at a real good price, and that was about $2,300. So, uh, but, you know, in a home protection thing, there's nothing like putting a laser on somebody. If, and, and again, if you don't scare them away, uh, when you got a laser on a person, you're not going to miss. You don't have to worry about aim or your point and shoot. You can shoot it from the hip. You can shoot it right hand, left hand. It doesn't make any difference. That, that laser is dead on. Okay, next is the Beretta PX4 Storm. Uh, one of my favorites for a concealed carry pistol and a Wilson Combat hide in plain sight holster is my Beretta PX4 Storm Compact. The magazine holds 15 rounds, and I take a spare in the holster. It's very accurate, has minimum recoil, and like all Beretta guns, the quality is impeccable. I've never had a misfire or any problem with this great pistol. The trigger is crisp with an excellent reset. Uh, this terrific 9mm handgun is a perfect choice. Review October 28, 2016. The, the nice thing about the Beretta, uh, it, you know, it's steel. It, it's a little bit on the heavy side. It's not like the polymer. But the thing is, in that Wilson hide-in-plain-sight holster, uh, nobody knows what's inside that. It, it doesn't look like a holster. It looks like a little pack that you might put your cell phone, um, maybe a wallet or money in, but it certainly does not look like a holster. And uh, I keep 
this PX4 Storm in a, in a single safe that sits on uh, right beside my, uh, my chair in the family room. And people don't know what it is, or they at least nobody's ever mentioned, say, what is that? Because it just looks like a piece of metal with, you know, a little depth to it. But it's, it's definitely, if you're going to use home protection, uh, you got to have a, you got to have a little safe so nobody can get into it. Uh, okay, the next, uh, I'm reviewing two. This is the Ruger LCP and the Ruger LCP2. I'll, I'll read the review first in the book, and then I'll make some comments. <clears throat> the Ruger LCP is one of the most popular concealed carry pistols in the world. There are a lot of pros and cons regarding it. I'd like to start with the pros. The LCP weighs 9.3 ounces without a loaded magazine. You can put this pistol in your pocket with an extra magazine, and you might forget that the gun is actually there. LCP is very accurate at 20 feet and reliable. I've never, never hit a misfire or failure to eject. Three head 80 ammo for a defensive situation is good, and therefore I carry the LCP 80% of the time when I carry a concealed weapon. The LCP is also very expensive. The cons, most people who shoot for a living are not crazy about the 380 cartridge for self-defense. The trigger pull is long but smooth. However, the sights are not very good. The slide doesn't stay open after firing the last round. The pros and cons of the LCP are right on the money, but if I shoot two magazines rapid fire per month for practice at 20 feet, and if you hit the target in the kill zone, it doesn't matter what caliber the cartridge is. My LCP has two extended magazines, seven rounds instead of six, and one in the chamber. I will not carry uh, one in the chamber because the LCP is hammer-fired. If you drop a hammer-fired weapon without a safety, it could discharge around. A striker-fired pistol is safe with or without safety. Update on the LCP-2. I purchased the LCP-2, and the improvements are better trigger, better sights. The slide stays open after firing the last round and the grip is much better than the LCP. Uh, that review was May 30th of uh, 2017. Uh, the other one was mid-2016. Uh, the uh, thing about the LCP, as I call it my Kroger gun, uh, because we live in a small town, and if I'm going someplace like Kroger or just a familiar setting, restaurant or such in town, I, I carry the LCP. If I'm in Cincinnati or Indianapolis, uh, it's either the PX4 or another 9mm in my hide-in-plain-sight uh, holster. So, uh, But the LCP... Uh, it's, you know, it's, it's a point and shoot close range. 
I, I, I wouldn't even try to shoot that at like 50 feet because it, it's it's short. The sights are terrible, and, and it's it's kind of a belly pistol. So let's get on to the next one, which is the Glock 34. The Glock Model 34 chambered in 9mm is a good pistol, but in my opinion, not great. The trigger is good, but the sights are average. The reliability is excellent, but the accuracy is average. The price is on the high side in relation to competition. I, I don't know why I bought several Glocks because I'm not a great fan. That was June 20th of 2017. Uh, the one thing about Glock, and I'm really grateful, and most shooters are, uh, Glock was the first one to make field stripping a semi-automatic pistol. It just a very simple task. Well, it didn't take long for the other manufacturers to, kept, to catch up because now they're all similar to the Glock. And since I'm not worried about uh, uh, one of my pistols being buried in the mud or anything. Uh, there's just too many other choices on the market that have better sights. Uh, and you could always change the sights on a clock. And, but the trigger, the ejection, uh, again, I'm definitely in a minority, but I'm not a Glock fan. Okay, go to the next one. This next one is... Uh, Sig Sauer P290. The P290 is a subcompact 9mm semi-automatic pistol that has a six-round magazine capacity. I was surprised at the low recoil of this 20-ounce pistol. There's a lot of competition in the subcompact field, which would not, and this would not be my number one choice. The gun is accurate at 25 feet, has excellent sights, and good stopping power. The problem with this tiny gun is the disassembly. It's a pain in the ass. Review, August 14, 2016. And that is a problem. I don't, I don't like the disassembly. Other ones are uh, a lot more simpler. And this, for this reason, uh, as much as I like 6R, I will look at some of the other subcompacts. Okay. The next is, they call this a pistol, but it's the Ruger Charger 22LR. Uh, let me read the review, and I'll make some extra, few extra comments. Uh, the Ruger Charger is a very unusual gun. <laughs> Excuse me. When I saw this in a gun shop, my first reaction was, what is this? What is the purpose? Is it a rifle or a pistol? My next thoughts were, what a great gun to teach young children to shoot on a shooter's table with a bipod, the bipod standard on this. What a great gun for someone who only has the use of one arm. What an excellent weapon for older people whose strength goes away with age. After my purchase and shooting the Charger, my impression was, what a great plinker. The Ruger suggested retail is $309. It comes with a bipod. has a Picatinny rail for mounting a red dot or a scope. 
I mounted the SIG Romeo red dot, dot that was initially on one of my AR-15s. I was shooting at two targets that were 35 yards from my shooter's table. I first zeroed the red dot and shot some with some wind, the second no wind and rapid fire. I was also shooting 18-inch steel at 150 and 200 yards. Once you establish the bullet drop, it's an easy 150 yards and a lot harder at 200 yards. The Charger comes with two 15-round magazines. I purchased three 25-round magazines through the shop at Ruger. They were $33.95 each, less 20% off the coupon that Ruger encloses with every gun purchase. Uh, this, again, I, I, well, the review was March 31st, 2017. This is just a fun gun to shoot. And at 50 yards, you can just obliterate a bullseye because you can fire rapid fire 30 rounds or 25 rounds and with that being on the bipod no recoil you just keep putting them through the bull and plus I've got a red dot sight but again it's uh, there's not much of a challenge to it but if you want to expose young children to a gun, I mean, this would be perfect because they would be hitting the target and feel really good about it before you get them into maybe a 22 rifle or something. Okay, next is a gun that I've hit a long time. I still shoot it at least once a year. This is a high-standard Supermatic trophy. I purchased my high-standard Supermatic Trophy pistol in 1978 or 79. I try to shoot this excellent target pistol two times a year. The last year that the high-standard was manufactured was 1984. The 22 long, ride, long rifle firearms manufactured today have come a long way in several areas. But the Supermatic Trophy can still compete with the best. My gun features are outstanding balance and grips, terrific trigger, excellent sights, and easy to disassemble. I wish that I would have bought a couple extra magazines because uh, I only have one and it's a pain to shoot and reload one magazine in 22s, and I haven't been able to find any magazines for this at a reasonable price. Uh, this review was October 7th, 2018. And again, great, great pistol. I, I, I am so glad that I still have this because uh, I can put the accuracy up against my uh, Ruger Mark IV target or any of them. Okay, here is the last gun. We're going to run a little over 20 minutes. This is the last in the semi-automatic pistols, uh, except uh, later on I, uh, I'll i bring one up. Uh, I haven't shot it yet. I have a new SIG. 
20, 20 round magazine, 22 semi-automatic. Uh, this is a Ruger Mark I. The Ruger Mark I was the first gun that Stern Ruger Company manufactured and produced from 1949 to 1982. I purchased my Ruger in the late 70s. The Mark I is an excellent 22 pistol, nice trigger, impeccable finish, and adjustable rear sights. The only negative is the disassembly of this iconic gun. Compared to today's 22 long rifle pistols, it is time consuming. I think the popularity of this pistol started with the looks and the accuracy. The Mark I kind of resembles the German Luger and the Japanese Nambu. Review November 4th, 2018. So now we're going to close out because I'm a little over 21 minutes. And our next session will go into some rifles, which uh, if you're a hunter or you just like to shoot targets, boy, there's I've got some dandies, and I think you'll really, really enjoy it. So uh, right now we're going to close this out with the national anthem. And... God bless you. God bless the United States of America. Thank you for listening, and I will talk to you on the next podcast.